0: Hello, 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 sweet friends, and welcome. You are listening to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and this is episode 102. If you are new here, Moving Into Light is my space where I share the tools and the tips, the things that I do to move myself into light and away from darkness. That can look like a lot of things to a lot of people, but Each each podcast, we dive into new topics and new things that I feel like I need to share. And today is no different. If you're a long-time returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and joining me again in this space. It's been three weeks since I've recorded a podcast, and a lot has gone on on the property and in my life. And as always, I feel like I can share in this safe space and update you just a bit. So first of all, our first retreat here at the Sylvan Well is going to open for registration on May 1st. Details are on the Sylvan Well page. I will link that in the show notes in case you are interested in a weekend of retreating, recalibration, a little bit of meditation, some yoga, some horseback riding, some organic food prepared by our on-site chef, Some great community and some interesting conversation. If you need all of that in your life on May 1st, stop by the Sylvan Well and get yourself registered. There are only 10 spots available for that first retreat. It's going to be an amazing weekend. So a lot of my time and energy obviously has gone into that planning and organizing and work. And I'm so excited that we're finally getting to see this point. So that's the first thing. Next, I have had so many just awakenings. Uh, abrupt and gradual and universal and so many things have happened in the past few weeks. I have um, started some interesting yoga classes. I've been opened to a lot of new options and life just seems to be constantly evolving and shifting and I'm so grateful for that and you're probably feeling a little bit of that too. I think the energy right now has been kind of a, a strange mix of let's push us forward and then let's slow us down. And I wake up each day and um, I I ask myself right now, is this a push-me-forward day or is this a slow-down-and-breathe day? Because it seems to me that the energy surrounding us right now is either one or the other. There's no middle ground. We're either in one or the other of those extremes. I want to share with you from a book I pull out. You know I'm a longtime reader of books that really speak to me. I keep my library stocked well and things Speak to me, and I come back to them when I feel called. But one of my favorite books in the past, probably several years, has um, Gabby Bernstein's book "The Universe Has Your Back: Transform Fear to Faith." And if you don't know her or her story, I highly recommend her story. Um, just because she has lived life and she's come out on the other side, and she's kind of lived to tell the tale. And like so many of us, I believe that. And our Kashic our records agree and, and give credit to this that we are here to fully step into our beingness. And we have these experiences the good ones, the bad ones, the hard ones, the easy ones so that we can become fully formed into the human we are meant to be so that we can do the work we are here to do. And that felt like a mouthful to say, so I'm sorry if you got lost along the way, but I believe that our experiences shape us. And we pretty much put those experiences in place so that we could be shaped. And sometimes we're in the middle of experiences and we're thinking, what the hell was I thinking? Because why would I want to do this? But the truth of the matter is, we are here to do very purposeful things. I have a part of this book underlined, and I'm just going to share it with you because it resonates right now with where I I am. Think about how different your life would be if you were fully committed to love throughout the day. Imagine waking up in the morning, and instead of turning on the news, over-caffeinating, and checking your phone, you began the day with a devotion, a prayer, or a meditative movement. My teacher Marianne Williamson says, and this is the part that I have underlined, when we give time to a quieting experience, we have a different life because we have a different nervous system. I love that line. When we give time to a quieting experience, we have a different life because we have a different nervous system. Tuning into the love of the universe lowers our stress levels, restores our cells, and organizes our energy. Conscious contact with love interrupts the pattern of fear And returns us to our true nature. I love the idea of the phrase giving time to a quieting experience. It is so valuable to start your day connecting, grounding, centering, praying, meditating. Instead of turning on the news and getting your cup of coffee. It's so important. It's so valuable as an experience. Because when we start our day centered and grounded and still, we have time, we have space inside of us to open up to what God has for us, to what spirit needs us to know for the day. And how often do we, you know, turn off the alarm clock, hop in the shower, Turn on the news, grab our coffee, get dressed, rush out the door, get in our car, go to work. We get on with our day. I strongly advise you to set your alarm clock a half an hour earlier. I know, I know, I know. Sleep is valuable too. But give yourself that 30 minutes to pray, to meditate, to follow your breath through some yoga poses. Whatever it is for you Give yourself that time to get centered before you start into your crazy day. It gives you a different start to the day. We are different people when our nervous systems are calm. We have a different life because we have a different nervous system. And I, I love Marianne Williamson. I love a lot of what she puts out there. But that one line has stuck with me for a lot of years. Um, the Course of Miracles teaches fear can never enter into a mind That has attached itself to love. Fear can never enter into a mind that is attached to itself to love. You cannot experience fear and love in the same moment, in the same thought. Each time you shift your focus back to love, you release your sense of separation and you realign. And when we are aligned in love and in peace and in calm, oh my gosh, the things that we can accomplish right when we are in that space of feeling centered and free and easy our brains have space our our bodies have room to shift to expand to transform to move to grow and it's so very purposeful and so i share this with you this morning just because i was really nudged to pull that book off the shelf Um, maybe three days ago or so, and just reread the parts that I had underlined, the parts that I had highlighted. And it, it worked. My cat is going crazy in the background, so my apologies. But it worked because I needed to hear those messages. I needed right now, a few days ago, to right now be in that space of what I had underlined and what I was needing and what I was seeking. And it's important. It's so important to listen to the nudges you get, and what do you do with that? What does that feel like in your body? Cat time. My cat feels the energy. If you are, if you've done live sessions with me, you'll know my cat's always in the Zoom call. Um, if you've done phone sessions with me, you will often hear her in the background. She's Attracted to the energy. I believe she's been here and this is her third form with me. Um, I've had three very long-term relationships with three different cats. She's the third and I believe that it's the same soul coming back through again and again because it's the same annoying personality. So you might want to think about that if you're dealing with pets. Um, So anyway, I would encourage you to start your day with some breaths some silence, some stillness. When we do that, it changes the course of our day. And so I had talked about something else a few moments ago about our Akashic Records being our soul's plan, right? Um, If you've worked with me, you know that I'm a reader of the Akashic Records, that I do that work. But one of the things that I really feel guided to talk about today is the fact that our Akashic Records are basically that contract of what we're here to do. And all of the good things, the hard things, the, and I hate the labels, but you know what I'm talking about. All of the experiences cumulatively in your life have led you to this here and now moment to this right now. Right. And I look at my life and I look at some of the things that I know have shaped me, my, um, you know, my childhood, I, I grew up with domestic violence and then as a young adult, I grew up with addiction. Not myself personally, but um, you know, very close, intimate family members. And those experiences have shaped me. And they've created me and who I am today, but they've also given me purpose. And I believe a large part of what I do is from and for that divine purpose. And one of the things that is very, very close to me is um, women of domestic violence abuse. Um, I haven't gone into too much detail, but I have referenced it. My childhood was created and centered around an abusive relationship with my parents. And when my mom finally decided to leave, um, my brother and my mom and I lived in one bedroom for a few months as my mom recalibrated and got her life together and figured out what she wanted to do. It was a hard, difficult time. I don't, there's no blame. There's no, there's no blame even to my father who, um, you know, obviously played a, a big role in this because they, my parents were both part of their programming. they were both part of their familiar lineage, their lines of what we do and what we don't do and how we react. And, and so I've come to this point where I have love for them. I have love for my parents. I have love and respect um, for the journeys that they have been on. I don't agree with the, the choices, but I have love and respect in my heart. And I'm grateful for that because what that has allowed me to do, and this is the point I'm trying to get to today, is that we have these, these life journeys and we don't understand why until we get to a point where we do understand why. And so a few years ago, I um, bought an adjacent property next to the sylvan well property and I had no idea what I was going to do with that property but I had alluded to the fact that um, you know we had this extra space when I got the download that we were going to buy the sylvan well I knew I would have the lily and the rose I didn't know what that looked like the lily cottage maybe in the lily cottage the rose cottage and the lily college and I didn't really know but I knew that they would be on the property and when this adjacent property came open, I went and looked at it, and it's a, it's a duplex, but there is a lily stained glass window and a rose stained glass window. And what I plan to do with that property is right in alignment with my childhood and what a space for women who have been abused or who are seeking asylum for a short while Um, and so something along those lines is where that property is headed and I would never have that in my awareness had I not taken the time and gone through the journey of my own childhood it just wouldn't be part of you know my makeup or who I am or what I plan to do and so I am here today to offer you that piece of information No matter how difficult your journey may seem at some point, it is for your greater good. It is happening for you. I do not believe that life happens to us. I believe that life happens for us. I believe that all of our experiences and however you want to label them, good, bad, difficult, easy, exciting, happy, whatever, I believe that all of those experiences are here for us to help us get further down our path, to help us make sense of where we are, where we've been, and what we are here to do, our purpose, right? And it is hard because so many people, so many clients reach out to me and say, I don't know what my purpose is. I know I'm here to do something bigger, but I have no idea what. And I say to them, let's look at your life. Let's look at the things that you've experienced. What are all of those experiences leading you to? Right? Where are, they he- where are you headed? Why have you had these experiences? What are you meant to do because of them? And I believe that is so much of our journey here on this planet. We're all being guided. We're all being nudged. Um, but we have to be able to put the pieces together. So one of Gabby Bernstein's universal lessons in the universe has your back is this the pathway to healing occurs when you love yourself so much that the darkness from the past can no longer coexist with your faith in the light of the present moment. I'm going to read that one more time because it's a lot. The pathway to healing occurs when you love yourself so much that the darkness from the past can no longer coexist with your faith in the light of the present moment. I believe that is so impactful in all of our lives right now. We've all had hard things and we're all on a healing journey. We're all here to heal. And that healing occurs when we decide to love ourselves so much that the past can no longer exist with all of our light. That darkness can't overshadow the light that is our present now moment. And... Those two pieces of this book have hit me again and again and again. I am no different from you in that I've had my own life journey and some of that journey has been really harsh. It's been hard. And I guarantee there is not a person on this planet who has not looked at their life at one point or another and thought, this is hard. Are you with me? This is hard, right? I know that you've had those moments just like I've had those moments. And I'm here to remind you that those moments are purposeful. They are for you. They occurred or are occurring for your greater good. And you may look at that and you may think, well, how is that even possible? You know, when I was 10 and I, I watched my, my dad slap my mother again and again, why is that for me? Why did I experience that moment? Why was that for my, my greater good? Maybe now in my early 50s, I'm here to develop this women's shelter, right? Maybe I'm to take all of my cumulative childhood experiences and come up with a way to really be of service to women of domestic violence. My life happened for me, and your life is happening for you. And your responsibility now is to figure out why. It's to figure out why. What do you do with your experiences? I had someone reach out to me once and say, I cannot believe that you share so much of your personal family stuff on a podcast. And my answer, it, it, it caught me off guard for a minute. And then my answer was honest. One, I don't know that anyone in my family even listens to my podcast. Maybe they do. But besides that, my life is my truth. My experiences are part of me. And I don't have to diminish my experiences for the well-being of anyone else. These experiences are mine. They're mine to share. They're mine to talk about. They were mine to evaluate, to, to unpack, to sift through. And I don't have to cover up my life experiences to benefit anybody else right? I don't owe anyone that because they're part of me. This is my authenticity when I talk about where I've come from. And I hold love for my parents. I don't hold angst or, or hatred or anything like that for them. They're both on their journey, just like I'm on my journey. Their lives happened for them. What they've done with it is entirely up to them. And it's not my call, it's not my choice, it's not my decision. But what I do with my decision or my choices and my experiences, that's on me. And I want to take my experiences and form them and shape them into something usable. Into something that benefits humanity in some way. Because I believe that's part of my work here. It's just a small part, but it's part of my work. And you have work that involves unpacking your past and your life experiences and figuring out how to put it all together and what to do with it. And, you know, I am really of the belief, deep down, I had a contract with God to come onto the planet into this lifetime, my current lifetime, and have these experiences so I could learn and evolve and then do something with them. I believe that's really, excuse me, the bottom line for all of us. That's what we're here to do. And so what are your experiences? What are your hard parts? I'm going to invite you now to just do a short activity with me, but do it with caution and know that there's a lot of work around it. But I invite you to close your eyes, come into a quiet space that feels safe, If you need to put me on pause for a minute, go ahead. But I want you to pause and I want you to take a few deep breaths. And I want you to center yourself. And I want you to think about the hardest part of your life so far. What has been the hardest challenge? The greatest thing, hardship that you've been through? We all have something. And usually there'll be one or two or maybe even three things that come to mind that you think, man, that was really difficult. And now I want you to ask yourself what you learned from that experience. What did that experience teach you or show you? Maybe it uncovered parts of yourself that you didn't even know were there. Right. And here's the question. Here's like the big money shot question. What do you do with that? How did that experience shape you in such a way as to move you into a new reality right now? What have you done with that experience? Because that's why we're here, my, f- my friends. That is why we are here. We're here to journey through life, take our experiences, know that life is happening for us and sh- it's shaping us. And then what is it shaping us into? What are we going to do with it? How does it n- remake us new? Because my childhood experiences created a really tough 20s and 30s for me. I guess I hadn't looked at it. I just knew it was hard. But into my 40s, I started to think, wait, I don't blame my parents. I love my parents. I, am, I have gratitude for them for giving me life and even for giving me the hard experiences because those hard experiences are shaping me into this strong, you know, female that I am today. And I can feel gratitude for that. And so that's what I want for you, for anyone listening. I really want you to be able to look at your hard parts and see how they happened for you. And figure out what you're going to do with those. Are you just shoving them under the rug and pretending they didn't exist? Because I could have done that. I could never talk. I, I could go on my life and never talk about growing up in a domestic violence household. But I've chosen not to do that. You know? And you could choose to brush your hard things under the rug and just never talk about them anymore. Or you can choose to let them become part of your authentic self. Figure out why they happen to you and then figure out how you're going to use those experiences to propel you forward. I don't know the answer for you, obviously. I'm not reading you. I'm not working with you, but we can only do as as best as we can. We can only do our best, right? We can only strive to become our best self. And part of my best self is learning that I am really worthy of a, a good life. I'm worthy of a big life. I have a lot to share. I have a lot of experiences that I can't wait to teach about. I have, I have this property that is turning into this amazing, amazing healing sanctuary for retreat clients, you know, and I'm stepping into who I am fully supposed to be. And I wouldn't be here had I not had this crazy dysfunctional childhood, I would have taken some other turn. I would have learned other lessons. I would have had other things that impacted me that created my future. And you would have too. And so to wish away our hard parts, it's doing a disservice to really what our soul came here to do and to experience. So don't wish away the hard parts. Embrace them. Embrace those hard things and figure out what they're here to teach you. I believe we're all here for that. And we're all showing up for the party right now. And the party's hard because a lot of the planet is awakening. We're awakening to love and to compassion and to new ways of existing. And as we do that, our old ways have to fall by the wayside. And for some people, that is really difficult. For some of us, it's easy. But for some of us, it's really difficult So I'm going to encourage you to the next few days, do a little deep dive into your hard parts, your hard times, and figure out how they happened for you. And maybe that sounds crazy. And maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're grumbling because this does not resonate with you. And I'm here to tell you one, if it doesn't resonate, just leave it. Maybe in a year or two, it will resonate and maybe it will never resonate. And if it does resonate, then dive into it because that's why you're here. I've said this many times on the podcast. We come to the information that we need at exactly the right moment. Spirit leads us to the water when we need a drink. And it's not happenstance that you're listening to this today. Most likely, excuse me, most likely you are listening to this because you needed to hear the message that your hard parts of your journey, they were happening for you. And maybe it's time for you to check in on that a little bit. I believe we get what we need as we need it. So my sweet friends, that's the message for today. That's what's coming through. If you've not read anything by Gabrielle Bernstein, I highly, highly, highly recommend her, her books. Follow her on social media. She does some great lives. And then come back to that one quote from Marianne Williamson that says when we give time to a quieting experience we have a different life because we have a different nervous system don't forget to tune into love that love can lower our stress it restores our body our cells it reorganizes our energy and that conscious contact with love interrupts the patterns of fear and it returns us back to our true nature which is love You've got it. It's all about love, folks. Christ taught it. We all hear about love as the ultimate end all, and it is. That's what we're here to do. Love ourselves, love others, love spirit. I hope you are stepping into spring in the most delicious way. I hope you are loving yourself. I hope you are paying attention to what your body needs with meditation, with prayer, Maybe your soul needs more outdoor walks. Maybe your, your feet need to be in the soil. Maybe your body needs some, some sunlight. I hope you are paying attention to what you truly, truly need right now. There's a lot of energy occurring and a lot of shifting and evolution and expansion. Hydrate well. Eat clean, organic food. Rest well. Move your body. Do all the things that really can help you move into light. If you're interested in scheduling an Akashic Record reading with me, it's on my website. If you are interested in going on retreat September 16th through the 18th at the Sylvan Well, that registration will open May 1st. Those 10 spots will fill quickly, so that's something you want to ponder. If that interests you or calls to you, I'd love to meet with you, and I will link all of those things in the show notes. Know that I am sending you many blessings and so much love, for a beautiful next few days we'll talk again soon thanks so much for listening and if this podcast resonates with you don't forget to go on iTunes and subscribe or rank and rate it all those things just to stay in touch we'll talk soon thanks for listening